Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are now listening to Nonsense at its Finest live from Cypress, Texas. This is Bar Top Banner with your two hosts, Josh Roach and Keith Smith. That's right, you're listening to Bar Top Banner with a couple of degenerates. This is Josh and Keith coming at you live from the Bar Top Banner headquarters. It is going to be another wonderful episode, and we are talking about sports movies, believe it or not. But first, before we start talking about sports... Hold like, on. Did you call me a degenerate? I call this both degenerates. We both need shirts pointing at each other that say, I'm with stupid. I mean, I'm not down. I'm okay with that. All right, cool. Anybody want to get them for us? Yeah, I mean, leave Kyle. some comments. Uh, Kyle. Kyle. We should get Aaron to do it, because he's never here. <laughs> Silly Asians. <laughs> we can talk about that in the in the, the, the in putting this podcast. Gotcha. Because I was supposed to help him move today, but he's we not got here. better interns. Better interns. Bye, Aaron. <laughs> Listen later. That being said, this episode is powered by Slain Irish Whiskey. Yes, Slain Irish Whiskey. It is bringing delicious grain and malt whiskeys together through amazing flavors using three casks. Slain was a gold medal winner in the Irish Spirit Games, and it being Irish whiskey, it must be delicious. Keith, did you hear me drinking it? Keith. When you go into the fire, you got to bring the swamp. Is that from Shrek? <laughs> no, <laughs> Chef Jason told me to say it during oh. this, so Chef Jason got a shout oh. out. I, I, don't I know. love you, Chef Jason. It's because he's doing crawfish tomorrow. But hold on a second. So a man walks into a bar, orders a whiskey. Bartender puts a whiskey on the bar, and all of a sudden, fucking monkey comes running across the bar. I don't know what happened. Monkey jumps out. The man looks confused and asks the bartender, what the hell was that? He goes, oh, you got to ask the piano player. It's his monkey. All right, ask the piano player. So the guy looks for the piano player, shouts, hey, you know what your fucking monkey just put his balls in my goddamn whiskey? He says, well, uh, not by the title, but if you can sing it a little bit, I'm sure I can make it work. Bum bum ching. Uh, we are now all dumber for hearing that. You're awarded no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. That's a great, great <laughs> movie, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Turkey for me. Oh, man. Turkey what, for you. What a week it's been. It, it has been. I know we're going with this. Where, where am I going? <laughs> Fingers and beat ladies' buttholes again. Man, Deshaun Watson just can't help himself, it seems like. The, I, don't, I don't blame him. I mean, but well, well, you did on the last episode. Well, I, I blamed him, but I, I said he should have found just one dumbass to continue to do it for and pay him. Well, I mean, he had one because you got the one lady sticking up for him. And saying, you know, how professional he was. But, I mean, we're at, we're at 20. One lady has taken back. She has re- recounted. Hold on a second. You said how professional he was. Yeah. Re- you can professionally ask to put your finger in my butthole. It's called the neuro massage. Mm. Yes. I call it a prostate exam. Whatever it is, it is very professional. I wonder what his copay was. I mean, it was probably probably $5. I doubt it. Anyway, Blue Cross Blue Shield. I mean, I don't know. I have I have the VA, so God help us all. If, if anyone else yeah, got that, that's please. that's a that's pretty rough. But yeah, one lady has recounted. Now she said they didn't happen. Blah blah blah. And they've announced that when it goes to trial, if it goes to trial, it'll all go together. And I mean, it's get, it's getting sketchy for the quarterback in Houston right now. He's just a horny dirtbag. That that's all he is. Innocent until proven guilty. Still, still, you got to be innocent until proven guilty. I don't want to get bleeped out. Yes, please. That's that should be the goal every episode. There should not be editing in your own this podcast. This is number four. I've only been bleeped once. That's exactly. impressive. So, 
Let's, let's we have some talented people in this room. Yeah, let's keep it at one. All right, cool. Let's keep cool. it at one. But nonetheless, no Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, I mean, does he have a career anymore, or is it over? Is this, is this it for a while? He's done. You think you don't think he ever comes back from this? Did Manziel? Well, Manziel wasn't as talented as Deshaun Watson. As you can see above me, I am Aggie through and through. I forgot to do the set change, you know. We were running a little late. But, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Kyle Field, Texas A&M. But Deshaun Watson is far superior of an NFL quarterback, and you've got the Browns and the Patriots who love to give people second chances. And the Browns, Patriots, and Steelers. Don't forget about the Steelers. Oh. So, I mean, hey, I don't, I don't know. Shout out to D, D Daly, Steelers. D, yes, we know you. Cheers to the Steelers. And the Bartop Banner stickers on your yeah, laptop. There we go. I mean, I, j- I just don't That's know. That's good. He's not even in the promo package anymore. They've, like, totally erased him pretty much. As they should. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree. So we got that going on. All right, you talked about Houston sports though too. I was listening to the radio on the way home the other night. Mm-hmm. The Rockets playing don't suck. <laughs> I I couldn't believe it. I don't listen to basketball. I don't watch basketball. Couldn't find anything else. Started listening to the Rockets game. Even our announcers couldn't find anything good to say. And we were down by twenty. They were like, "This is." They said, and "I quote: This is horrendous." And. You know, I, I said, I, you know, I did my live at five that happened at six on Facebook Live, and I mentioned this, like, the Houston sports market can't keep a superstar. And it isn't now. It isn't just now. In the 80s, Moses Malone finals went to the finals with uh, Hakeem and Samson and did great things and then went to Philadelphia because he didn't want to be in Houston anymore. I don't know why no one wants to be in Houston. I love this city. I'm from small town Podunk, Texas, Glen Rose, Texas. What's up to all my friends? Yeah, buddy. But I love this city, and I'll never leave. But we can't keep a superstar. It's just, it's not possible. I don't know why. Do you know who films their videos in Glen Rose? I do know somebody. Is do you he know on- what we're drinking today? Whiskey. Are you talking about Co? I am. Fucking Co Wetzel. So. Co fucking Wetzel. And when whores put whiskey in their glass, because Merlot just won't do. <laughs> yeah, buddy. That's some hillbilly shit right there, but I do I, love I some Co Wetzel. I the hillbilly word. I, it, it makes me laugh. You know, it's, it's, kind, of my, it's kind of my catchphrase, I think. Get shirts that just say hillbilly on it, Josh. Amen to that. Also, Astros got COVID. Everybody. They, they must have hung around with me for a little bit, and you. Dude, Did five we, of us. Like, I'm repping today. We need some good luck. You, I thought you might have played today, and you just came over from the stadium because they were just calling anyone. <laughs> I took BP. You were like, you were like the emergency goal, goalie in soccer. like in, in, uh, Not soccer, but fucking the thing like soccer. Hockey. They saw my resume. They're like, we'll give you a shot. <laughs> so I was taking BP today, <laughs> and I'll swing it. They're like, what's wrong with your right arm? No. You're like, I had a stroke. Yeah, I, <laughs> I almost didn't make it out alive. Man, I couldn't make it to first base zero to 60 in two weeks. And you still don't remember seeing me in the hospital. We just had this conversation the other day. I did yeah. not. It was, I was there. I appreciate that. It was funny, the shit you were saying to the nurses. <laughs> but, man, it was. you don't remember it, but it's funny. Oh, you can tell me later. Yeah, I will. All Off right. camera. Again, no bleeps. Sounds like a wiener. So, you know, we've, we've kind of been going sports heavy on this podcast, so we might as well just keep the same... That's what we talk about. When you talk about banter, when this thing all started, we talk shit, we talk sports, we talk dirty. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. So It's worked. Sports movies. That's yes. what That's what we're talking about today. Favorite sports movie they can be. And when I said this topic, it wasn't favorite sports movies, top five of anything. It was just our favorite movies in general. Five movies-ish yeah. that I could watch over and over and over again. At any point when they start, my wife hates when I start a movie midway. Oh, but I'll finish it. Kylie can't get more angry with me than stop at midway. That'd be a, an accomplishment. What I'll do is just fast forward to my favorite parts. It's a three hour movie that lasts seven minutes because I like just watch non, my favorite scenes. The non sports movie, Shawshank. 
at any point, <laughs> I can start watching Shawshank and finish it all the way through. Oh, there, there's just so, like Chef. I can watch Chef because I'm hungry. And it's like before we eat dinner, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, watching the food parts of Chef. She's like, are you shitting me? I'm like, yeah, Who I'm wouldn't? hungry. I mean, John Favreau cooks the shit out of that food. Look, if she has problems, it's around her divorce. N- that's a, that's you. that's a that's a hot topic that we'll have to talk off offline. Uh, I got online. I got I got maybe that's a topic someday. That's not the topic. When will right our now. wives divorce us? Oh, I'm not going nowhere. After all the shit I've done, I'm lucky to. Yeah, married. you're on. You you might be on deck, but I'm looking good. I'm still flying high. Just today, I saw flashbacks from uh, Keith's fact of the day uh-huh. during quarantine. I honestly thought my wife was going to leave me. Oh yeah, dude, you were saying some fucked up shit on there. No, no, amazing fucked up shit. Eyes of the beholder, they say. <laughs> it was sketchy. What isn't in my life? That's true. Amen. So we're talking about favorite sports movies. Before we start off, I think we should each give one honorable mention that didn't make it. And um, the only parameters of these sports movies is it has to involve some sort of sport. It can be something that really happened. It can be a fictional movie. It can be a documentary. It can be anything. But involves something that we would consider a sport. Um, what is one honorable mention? All right. If we're going honorable mention, before I do that, Let's shout out to April 15th, 42, Jackie Robinson Day. Yep. This is the day where we we broke the color barrier, which is a huge topic in the world these days. We won't even get into that. But honorable mention, I'm going straight to Dodgeball. Dodgeball, yeah. That, I mean, that's a hell of a movie. I mean, when you just look, just looking at Ben Stiller's fake balls from the air he puts in there, I laugh all day. Because he gets a little... Then we just kind of had this conversation about penis implants and fake balls. Yeah, you did say you were going to get a penis implant. Yeah, I cannot wait till my next bonus check. I'm sure Sarah will be thoroughly excited. Eh, you know, it'll uh, not take batteries. <laughs> it's all good. I just wonder what you, what Sarah thinks after we talk like five minutes. Because I'm smart. I leave my shit out of this room. Love you, baby. But Keith brings it in. It's it's comic gold. How long have you been married, Roach? Um, Four years, May 13th. Yeah, I will be 19 very soon. I'm sure she still and cringes. I can still do math. It's chicken nugget. <laughs> At this point, it's smile and nod. Keith's a fucking idiot. I love my lovely retarded husband. I'm going to stay married to him. Penis implant or not. Okay. Um, honorable mention for me. It is an awful movie. There is nothing that can save this movie, but it brings back so many memories of me and in Hawka going to primetime video in Glen Rose, Texas and renting the movie Rad. Rad is going to be on my honorable mention of sports movies because it has BMX. It has nothing to do with sports. But and I knew I couldn't say that. Yeah. But I do need a shout out as to who got you the first black market Canadian copy DVD of Rad. That was you. And the best part is they recorded it off TV. So you see the logo of whatever Canada news channel or whatever the hell was going on. And it is it's excellent. I still have it. Best $25 I've ever spent from my buddy. Roach. If you've never seen Rad, you're missing out. It is awfully awfully amazing in all all the worst ways possible it's great but but Lori, well Lori mclaughlin looked great way before she got her kids in the paid, usc paid into the usc yeah she got into usc that's a great documentary too because man there's some crooked ass shit going on there so check that the college scandal but this whole i love it this whole movie thing to me came by um one of my good friends joey carr who you knew very well worked with him for years and his wife anna carr love you, joey yeah joey joey and anna we both love you. you're awesome Mwah. They went to Oregon, to Bend, Oregon, and we were talking. I'm like, that's where the last Blockbuster is. So they brought me home, like, an actual Blockbuster card that has my name, and I thought that was the coolest thing. I'm like, when you mentioned movies, I was like, this only makes sense to do it now. I almost stole it off your end table until I saw I had your name on it. You bite your tongue, sir. 
That yeah. is my blockbuster. Card. I have bit my tongue, but it's usually in heat of the moment. <laughs> Three seconds, and then there's another kid. Uh, nope, best twenty bucks of my life. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying Mexico or Vegas. Oh yeah, no Mexico and Louisiana. That's where my there kids. Go. Uh, couldn't, <laughs> even, couldn't even go to Vegas, just close over the border. Oh yeah, just barely. <laughs> and Louisiana's dirty. Both of my kids were drunk at hey, nights. For all my friends from Lafayette and Baton Rouge, I do not agree with that statement. That is on one side of the room. I love that state. No, I love the state. Gambling, drunk, two teeth per person. It is amazing. I love Louisiana. I will echo my sentiment that I do not agree with my good friend Keith Smith. That being said, we did honorable mentions. What is the most overrated movie of all time? Sports movie. In your I, I think we both are in agreement because we've had this conversation. And that would be Rudy. Oh, by far, it's Rudy. It's not even a comparison. There's nothing even close. That kid sucked at football. I don't care how hard you work. I got kids who work hard at baseball. Okay? You give them an opportunity. By the time you get to college, if you can't play football, go play Chinese checkers. And I might play World of Warcraft. Do something stupid. I may seem like a hypocrite later in my list of people list of movies, but it was just so far off base on what really it's it's a great inspirational movie. But I just it's it's just overrated. You know, in my opinion, the second most overrated movie is Filled of Dreams. Okay. I love the baseball part in that, but it's a drama movie that has baseball. It's like Absolutely. It's like Top Gun is a war movie. No, it's a drama movie that has some fucking airplanes in the in the Navy. Val Kilmer. Iceman? Was amazing at volleyball. <laughs> they all were. Yeah. But but it, it just doesn't fit. And, and Rudy, for me, it was just so far off what really happened. You know, I could watch the last five minutes of that movie and get into it, but just everything else just, it's Rudy over. Rudy or Top Gun? Both. Oh, okay. Tim Robbins shows up in, as Merlin. Man, that, that'll get me too. But Rudy, I think we both agree. So. Do you concur, Doctor? I concur. Okay, good job. Catch me if you can. Another good movie. It was pretty good. So, you know, I kind of made mine into a list because I thought really hard about this and the different things, so. Um, is yours in a, like a top five list, or are you just talking? I, you know, I picked five movies mm-hmm. off the top of my head that I really loved to watch, and I can still watch over and over again and, and piss everybody off my house. Oh, yeah. But I loved them all. Maybe not the best sports movies, if you want to rank the best. My favorite sports movies. Oh, yeah. Mine, mine, mine have nothing to do with the best. It's just mine. And I know I miss some. Yeah, of course. I guarantee I miss some. There's way more than five movies, but we've only got 45 minutes to an hour. What's your, what's your first one we're talking about? League of Their Own. League of Their Own. Oh, my God. He pissed 1992. He, great movie. Great movie. It's funny. The highlight of that movie was Madonna. Oh. They <laughs> what is going to happen if your fucking tits fly out? He goes, and my bosoms fall out. Wouldn't that be good? He's like, you think there are people that haven't seen your bosoms? <laughs> Could you imagine? When I saw Rosie O'Donnell eating a hot dog, I knew that was the first and last time she ever put a wiener in her mouth. <laughs> it was... Oh, my. The, the things goodness. that went through this brain of mine, it was horrible. I mean, I, I, lo- I love that movie. I think it's outstanding. I just remember, I think, Tom Hanks coming in and taking a piss for like two and a half minutes. Absolutely. That, that part. That was after drinking their Slain Whiskey. Slain Whiskey, yes. I'm sure that's what they were drinking. But um, that part, and then when she's like, they're trying to do a starting lineup, and she goes, all right, you go ahead. May, center field, batting first. She's good. <laughs> Amen. The whole movie to me, though, I mean, it's a World War II movie when things were different. This movie, I, I love me some Major League. You know, you got that dumbass in the, the movie that's trying to get a high five from everybody, and we watch it over and over. <laughs> if you haven't seen this clip on Major League, go to the last, the last minute and a half and watch when they j- charge the field 
They got this dumbass looking like Waldo trying to get a high five from his folks. Nada. Nobody wanted to touch this dumbass. Yeah, no one, no one wanted to be around him. It was, it was a comical but part. But based on Major League, this movie was more about baseball than Major League ever was. Yeah. It, it was I, – I loved the way it w- interacted. You know, there's no crying in baseball. Yeah. I still tell my kids that my wife hates the fact that I make movie references from the 90s and early 2000s and my kids are 11. I still think it's funny. There's a couple, like, I'm super passionate about movies. You know this. If any, everyone in this room, I talk about movies at work, and something comes over the radio, and I just put some bullshit movie quote in there. You know, to be serious about a movie, I love the, the development of every character in this movie. There's an honest, you really start thinking about what they're really like after League of Their Own. And I think that part was awesome. And there's a heartbreaking part. Like, you, you're all on a high because Rosie O'Donnell's talking about, you know, that head and she, that brain. She's like, oh, that's that lump three foot above your ass, right? And then the War Department comes in, and Betty Spaghetti's husband has been killed in World War II. So it was just like you're on a high, and you constantly hit lows. She comes back. Um, that's Dottie. what makes a good baseball movie. And it, it was great. Which is why, again, Major League, there are baseball movies on my list. They're not mm-hmm. on my list today. There's a baseball movie that I talked about live at five that I have totally forgot about. And I, I'm sure it's not on your list. And if it is, it's awesome. I totally forgot about Mr. Baseball with Tom Selleck. Oh, Tom Selleck. I totally forgot about that, and that's that's a, that's another one that makes me go. Yeah, I mean that movie three thousand. Yeah, miss, yep. And there's another. We can go all day with baseball movies, sports movies, but this top five, you know, the uh, that was Tom Hanks. <laughs> Before <laughs> next <laughs> year, we're gonna have to work on hitting the cutoff, man. <laughs> but yeah, great movie. I I could watch that over and over again. And that was before he was actually Tom Hanks. That that movie kind of. Kickstarter, who he really yeah, I mean, was. He, was, he was a romantic comedy guy for the longest time until that, and then right after that, you have Forrest Gump a few li- years later, which just put him on a trajectory to, that made Tom Hanks. Um, great movie. Because Josh Roach and Keith Smith, we like peas and carrots. We like peas and carrots. Uh, <laughs> I love Forrest Gump, too. Um, great movie, great choice. Um, for me, we're, we're sticking with baseball. It's Moneyball. I considered it. Yeah. The analytics of this, it, it's t- that movie changed the game. Oh, 100%. And I'm still... Did it change it for the better or worse, in your opinion, being a traditional list in the baseball form? Both. Yeah. Both. There's a lot of things that came out of that movie, and Billy Bean and his analytics, and Jonah Hill and his character, to what changed what we do, which is why Major League is getting pissy about the shift. Yeah. Changing it, trying that in the minor leagues, not allowing it. It, it is changing who we are, but it's good. But bad in the case of again the traditionalist in me, and wanting baseball to stay the way it is. And you're 100 percent a traditionalist. There's, there, you know, you mentioned it in one of our first podcasts. They got to stop messing with the game. It's like this. I do. And for me, when I thought about these movies and kind of how I placed them, I did a lot with the acting performance too. In, in some of them, there's one of them that's there's not a lot of great acting, but this one. I thought that Jonah Hill and Brad Pitt played their characters so well. And the uh, you talk about you being a traditionalist and the agents being around the room. Or not the scouts, sorry, the scouts. Scouts. And them getting pissy because what are you doing? Our, this is our fucking game. And that guy says, he doesn't have to ask answer to anyone but God and the owner. Like, I love that quote. Philip Seymour Hoffman getting so pissed off throughout until he start winning and taking all the credit. And there's Chris Pratt. Before he was ripped with a 37-pack and built like a fucking Terminator. He's in that movie, and he can't play first base. Is playing first base hard? It's incredibly hard. Anything worth doing right is. <laughs> <laughs> we said this before, too. Baseball is romantic. 
And that quote goes, that's probably the main number one quote out of that movie that baseball people still talk about. Yeah. I can walk into any bar, watch a game, and somebody's talking about that. That, that, that movie, I can just watch it. And even though I'm not a big, the big baseball fan like you are, other than the Rangers, I watch the Rangers, I don't keep up with it as a whole. I can get stay into that movie the whole time and never turn it off. It's one of those. Not on my list, but again, yes, absolutely, one of the best. I think it's awesome that our lists aren't very close this time because most of the time we agree on 90% of everything that's on there. We can. Wrestling, we could agree. We had to change it up a little bit. Yeah. Th- this is – but that's why. You could probably make a list of 100 sports movies, and we're only talking about 10 total. All your movies are good. Yeah. All of your movies are good, and they could have been on any list out there. So what you got next? So Money, Moneyball and League of Their Own. We're starting off pretty heavy. You're not going to see this movie. You haven't seen this movie. Oh, man. Okay. This is straight Midwest soccer at its finest. Are you talking about Goon? No. <laughs> Don't even put Goon on this list. If I said there's 100 movies, that's 101. That is, Goon is a shitty movie. Just like it's, hockey. It's got, Just like hockey. There's no difference. It's got Stifler in it. Yeah, he's amazing. Stifler is not good, except for American Pie. And when he got arrested and had to do... Double Lizzie anthems. <laughs> he always wanted Stifler's mom. <laughs> he's taking his shit in the cooler and they're Stifler's like... Stifler's mom his shit. has got it. That's Stacy's mom. Wrong song. Fountains of, wa- Fountains of Wayne. You just know that because I was playing the song the other day. And I kept playing it. <laughs> that was the office mo- uh, song for the day. So what's your stupid movie? 1977. The year I was born. This is going to be Paul Newman. Slapshot. I know Slapshot. You seen it? I've seen it. I couldn't. The I mean, whole movie. I've seen the whole movie, but I couldn't like tell you much about it. I'm impressed because it was hockey. To be honest with you, great sport. Again, like Louisiana people, they only got a couple teeth per person. Louisiana. I love you, Louisiana. Kevin great, Chitty. Great gambling. Justin Gunn, Eric Davis, and everyone else I love down there. This guy doesn't. Eric Davis know from the '80s Reds baseball player. No. Oh, another Eric Davis. Uh. Uh, a rep. <laughs> I'm sure he's cool. I'm sure he's cool. So Slapshot. But the movie as a whole, uh, unless you're a hockey fan, you probably haven't seen it or you don't appreciate it. I can't hear you. Unless you're a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing, you dickhead. <laughs> Fucking hillbilly. G- get close to the mic, asshole. You're laughing. But, I mean, I've got friends who watched this movie growing up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, being from the Midwest, and this is what makes people want to play hockey. As a kid, it's real. Yeah. It's violent. It crushes shit out of people. It shows you moving through the leagues, playing the games, playing on the ponds. And Paul Newman does a great job. Well, he's a great actor for that time, too. That's the only movie I know he's in. I don't, I barely knew who Paul Newman was except for this movie. I had to Google him the other day <laughs> when I was looking at my list. Okay. But I mean, it's, just, it's just honest. It Newman's shop-worn old hockey jerseys. Mm-hmm. Those kids are beat up. I wore my dad's old hockey jerseys playing pickup hockey on, uh, what's it called, wood boards Yeah, we put together, and we flooded it all the time. So these movies come straight from my childhood. Okay. In 1977, I was born, but by the time I was five, I probably watched it ten times, which will lead into a, another movie later. Yeah, I mean, hockey, especially in Glenrose, where I'm from, you know, super small town, it wasn't, a, wasn't even knowledgeable, except for Ian Hawke. Ian had a Boston Bruins jersey, a Penguins jersey, and a Fort Worth Fire jersey. What is that? That is like was like the minor league team uh, in Fort Worth. They played at um, the Fort Worth Coliseum. But he was like a hockey fan because his dad was from New York. 
and I always thought it was cool when you saw a hockey jersey. I just couldn't keep up with it. I love playing NHL 95 on Super Nintendo, one of the greatest games ahead of its time. I loved it. I Original NES ice hockey, where you pick three players, fat, good slap shot, middle of the road, a little bit of everything, skinny, super speedy. It was badass. But this movie as a whole really kind of brought out what hockey is. Violence, blood, and more violence. That's what drew people to hockey back in the day. All the things we like. Absolutely. Like Blades of Steel. That was a great I video don't game. I d- that was a video game. I don't know that was a video one. game. Blades of Steel. The fight sequences were always good because they uh, did not go very well. But when they popped up, you knew you were fighting. You actually fought in the game back then? Oh, you fought in ice hockey too. Well, I know in real life, but the game? No, no, no. Ice hockey, NES. You fought in the game. They started fighting, all the crowd would go. I, I don't know that one. Don't know that one. All right, we're going we're gonna to find one play. Gotcha. On um, a big screen. It's going to look like we're playing Teletubbies. For me, it's the year I was born, 1986. You young mofo. 1986. Gene Hackman. I lost my virginity by then. <laughs> I was just being born. But Gene Hackman, Dennis Hopper, Hoosiers. That that was that was the Glen Rose anthem because it was small town and playing against the big city. And my senior year, for all the Glen Roseans out there, you know, we were a, a very rural town. It was us godly and Venus, so very, 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 very small towns going against Everman, who was a four A, big four A, dropped the three A, Carter Riverside, Diamond Hill Jarvis, all these, you know, city schools. And we were always the underdog, so that was that was the movie we always watched before the season. Um, Jimmy Chitwood coming out, Coach stays, I say, Coach goes, I go. That was, you know, one of those things that just it got you moving. It made you want to play basketball and get better. And th- you know, there's not a whole lot you can say about it that is comical because there's nothing comedy about that movie other than the nothing. coach. The coach before uh, Hackman gets there. He's just notoriously an awful person in all his movies he plays because he was the coach in Rudy, like the dickhead coach that shows up at the end. So, Do you I remember mean, Hoosier Drills from the movie? Baseline, free throw line. Back oh, to baseline, suicides. Line. Suicides. They call them Hoosier Drills. Yeah, we call them suicides. We grew up. I had a coach, Coach Lopez. If you're ever out there, Coach Lopez, you're a dick. That being said, he made us do these. He called them Como Drills. Okay. I, I grew up in Northwest Como, inner city St. Paul. This was – a drill that we dreaded. Mm-hmm. We didn't know it was from the movie Hoosiers because I was 10 years old at the time, and that movie had just come out. Okay. And Coach Lopez was watching it, thought he was a good coach, but he sucked ball sack. <laughs> well, fuck you, Coach Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you got in a car wreck. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Hoosiers, I, c- I could watch Not that. Not dead, all. just paralyzed. I could watch that all in the. I could watch that all day. A. B, the only person on that team that could actually play basketball, he took his team to state, and it was the little guy. They did the underhand free throws. Was that LaMarcus Aldridge? No. He, did you hear about him? He retired today due to his uh, heart irregularity. Man, great. I met him. He's a, great, he, he's a great ball player and a great person. Um, yes, he is. I know he didn't come from your school. No. He came from the other one. What the hell are you talking about? He came from UT. I thought we were talking about Glen Rose. I was like, no, he no, definitely, he definitely no, didn't no, come no. from there. No, great player. Um, but, yeah, the little kid, Hoosiers, he was the only one that played high school basketball. Like, Jimmy Chute would be the best. Never touched a basketball before that movie. Believe it or not. And he has like seven lines, maybe, the whole time. I'll make it. Good but movie. But anyway, Hoosiers, that is by far my, that's my movie. Um, before we get any farther, let's not forget about our amazing sponsor today. It's going to be Slain Irish Whiskey. Slain Irish Whiskey, 
It brings grain and malt whiskeys all together from three casts. Her wine glass is full of whiskey. You need to change to Irish whiskey. Because that Irish whiskey just do. Are you trying to sing Co poorly now? Yeah, very poorly. I sing everything poorly. Co, we're sorry. We're sorry to hurt your feelings and say this is us. But um, right, Pittsburgh High School. The cool thing about this Irish whiskey is it was a gold medal winner in the Irish Whiskey Awards. So if they're winning gold medals in Ireland, in Ireland they know what the fuck they're and doing. Irish people can drink. They, they make us look like a bunch of pussies. So and I'm slain, part Irish. Yes. Slain Whiskey, please go buy a bottle. When y'all buy these bottles, put it on our Facebook. Put it on our Instagram. We want to show support for those amazing uh, companies that are taking care Send of us. Send us pictures. Send us pictures. Yeah, we want to know about it. So keep text it up. Text me. Text you? Yeah, text me. You want to give everyone your number? Sure. 713-542-6558. Blow it up. Text Good me. God. Text Blow him. Blow me up. I want him to change his phone number. Well, yes. Slain Irish Whiskey, please. So we're drinking some whiskey. We're on number three. You're laughing. Is it because I clap so good? Because <laughs> you clap so good. You don't know the biz, bro. <laughs> That's just, you have to the stroke. Go ahead. Uh, Who's your one, next? One and a half claps. Who's your next one? So, we're, you are not going to agree with this list. I mean, it's it, we're, we're already splitting. Field of Dreams. Fuck. What? Go ahead. This is love baseball. This is... I can't wait to hear it. It is so awesome. These people love this sport. Kevin Costner really didn't love baseball. Kevin Costner. He didn't know shit about baseball in the movie, his character. He loves corn. Not necessarily because he plowed that shit down. Right, because he understood there are ghosts in his cornfield. <laughs> and that makes it worthwhile. <laughs> he didn't know shit about baseball. But go Shoeless ahead. Joe Jackson came back to life. And his father. After cheating. I'm going to let you go ahead because there's nothing I just won't be able to agree. But I th- I, on a side note, I do think it's an amazing movie. I think the acting is great and there's baseball in it. But I, I love the movie. It's just, go ahead. He just, Ray Kinsella. He's like, there's a fucking voice in my head. And he up and leaves his wife and daughter to drive around <laughs> looking for some dude that wrote some book. <laughs> Just so that he can figure out, why is there an asshole in my head? That's like most people would think that he is a schizophrenic, bipolar person driving around the country. It's just, it's a Best Picture nominee. The main part at the end, when somebody has to make a choice between baseball or saving a life. That was awesome. That was great. I, I call me a pussy. You cried. Cried. I'm a crier in movies. I am not. My wife cried in Free Willy when that stupid fat fucking whale jumped over this little peninsula. It's like, hey, Willy's free. That's impressive, though. I don't cry over over whales. Well, yeah. Well, because there's too many whales that I see walk into my business every day, and I'm like, you're just fat. <laughs> it is what it is. But they're not jumping over peninsula saving people. I mean, they're definitely not. And sports movie, you you can just connect with because we've all been there at some point. But yeah, that was great because the, the kid had his chance. He 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 made his moment. So I get to play catch with my son all the time. I'm, oh, I'm so lucky. God, you are just, I'm, you're being so sentimental, I may vomit. I am. I'm ba- I may. F- you want to ha- hey, have a catch? <laughs> there's, there's, there's more effing tears coming down my, my eyes when that happens. Not right now. Good Don't look at it like that, almighty. little bitch. I, you cried during Field of Dreams. Don't call me a bitch. Multiple times. <laughs> multiple times. Rangers haven't won a World Series. What does that have to do with playing Absolutely baseball in a nothing. corn and I crying? To come back with. <laughs> Go ahead. Absolutely. Fill the nothing. dreams. Fill the dreams. Anyways, it, it's 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 more of a soul movie. 
than anything else. I mean, I think it's a great movie. But because of baseball and the love I have for it. Just puts it up here. It does. It, it jumps up there in my top five somewhere. I mean, I, th- I think it's a great movie. If you talk about maybe the greatest 20 movies of all time, it's in my top 20, 100%. I just, again, it goes to the Top Gun thing with me that hey. it's, a, it's a great drama movie that has some baseball intertwined. You're one of the few people I will respect an opinion of. Everybody else can go yeah. fuck themselves. <laughs> and Top Gun. I love Top Gun. I think it is a great 80s movie. Montage City. Not a whole lot of movie, but montages everywhere. But just because they fly F-14s around doesn't make it a war movie. But I love that movie, too. Amen. Fill the Dreams. I can't disagree that it's a great movie. Um, we're going to go to 96. We're going to bring up a golf movie. It's one of the most comical movies of all time, in my opinion. It's a Kevin Costner movie because all he does, it seems like, is sports movies. Or Dances with Some Wolves. Oh, I got a text message first. First. Who's that? Kylie asked if she needs to bring she needs to bring dinner home. Is that another Amber Alert? Nope. Okay, thank God. Um, Tell her we want wings. But if I'm not here, save them. Bring them to work. All right. Kill time. I'm texting. This is like, this is real life stuff. Do you stuff. want me to tell you what your movie is? Yeah, go. What? Yeah, because you have the run sheet. Just tell me what the hell it is. That would be... Tin Cup with Cheech and Chong, only half of them. Yes. And he is an awesome caddy. Man, that freaking movie every time. Now, that's the movie I can watch over and over and laugh. Rene Russo, there's, you know, there's real golfers in there. Other than, you know, you got uh, Craig Stadler, you got Lee Jansen, you got Phil Mickelson, lefty, because Don Johnson fires him after they bet him that he can't get it on there from the three wood. That's great. And I love when Don Johnson and him have the seven iron to see who can hit it the farthest. And... Costner hits it out there, or Roy McAvoy will call him for this movie. And Don doesn't take <laughs> doesn't take his jacket off. He's like, "You want to warm up?" He's like, "Nope." <laughs> and he hits it down the freeway, and it just keeps going. He's rolling because <laughs> he, he hit it down the fucking road. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> "You the man." I like Roy. When, I like when they hit chili dippers. That is, the movie, that is the movie that gave me the chili dipper he goes, verb. He goes, little chili dipper. He goes, that ain't no chili dipper. Oh, mijo, you got the shanks. I'll be honest, the many psychiatrists I've seen in my crazy life, I didn't want to bone one of them, but Kevin Costner wanted to bone his shrink. And it, were, I mean, it worked out then. You're not thinking about the doctor lady. You're not thinking about shooting up Lee Jansen's ass. Great. I was, I was waiting for the, the Cadillac with 16 switches to pop up. Oh man, that movie! That movie is so good. I, and when she when she comes to do the lesson for the first time, and he's acting like the golfers, and you see the pe- the people are talking, goes, "Oh, he's doing that Palmer shit again." She did have a nice ass. Oh, Renee, she's beautiful. Yeah. She's a be- especially like she had that '90s look with her hair and everything. I wanted to be Deshaun Watson and put my finger in her butthole. This, I mean, he, we might see her name on a lawsuit soon. You never Could know. Be. Could be. So, I mean, Ten Cup. If you've never seen it, it's comical. Uh, the twelve. He has the best twelve all time in golf history. I've had several twelves. I'm sure Kyle, who's looking at his phone right now, he's had a couple 12s, but we've never had a 12 like that. No one will remember our 12s. Ours were just, as my dad, Jim Roach, shout out Jim, um, he would call him a buzzard. <laughs> Anything over a double is a buzzard. He just puts down a number. So, 10 cup. I've had a 12 in mini golf. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's after a couple of whiskeys, though. Slain. What you got? Next one. I'm going away. We talked about this movie. Being in my top five, it's going back. Miracle. It's a great movie. 2004. Okay. It's a time when America's like, there's our spirits. We're, we're still after 9-11. That, that, that time hasn't ended yet, but that was very close to what was going on. And in the wake of that, it, national mood it was bad. And in the late 70s, as the, um, you know, the economy was bad, it, it just came through. And the I got to stop you. Is your 
laptop just a prop today? It's broken. <laughs> you just have it. You just have it to look good. Well, I wanted to go back to 1970 and print shit up. You All right, here, Roach, here you go. <laughs> and I lost my mouse. My kids lost my mouse. So here. It's like Walter Cronkite. I am Walter Cronkite. You went back to Walter Cronkite after your uh, live at five or six or no? Six that was ju- that was just fifteen. That was just a venting TikTok. I I got pissed off that day. All right. Oh, let me use my computer, jackass. Do you know how? Fucking hillbilly. You're the one that's computer doesn't work. Miracle, hockey, Olympics. I hope that got on tape, bitch. It's it ain't going nowhere now. Anyways, it's one of those rare movies that I mean, deeply, genuinely. Lives up to the USA spirit. Yeah, yeah, for the, sure. The, the chance, um, everything that goes on, it's a collection of, you know, the blue-collar kids working their asses off. Um, Raise the nation's morale. Kurt Russell, honestly, he looks nothing, nothing like Herb Brooks. But Herb Brooks was a beast. At University of Minnesota, I've got family yeah. that knows him. And just to bring it out, it's um, he was kind of a crusty hero as an old man. But... The director, uh, what was his name, Gavin O'Connor. It's just the action, a lot of electricity, and the believe chant. Yeah. You know, um, what was the, the president that used the believe not too long ago? I forget. Obama? Was that him? Believe? He said his was change. Change? Whatever. So somebody stole that from uh, USA. Okay. But Miracle is one of my favorite, favorite movies. I give, I give you a hard time about hockey, but yeah, it, you can't deny that that's a great movie. Um Growing up, it, it you can't get the hockey out of me, despite living yeah. in Houston. Cause it's funny because you don't talk about hockey. I've heard you more talk more about hockey in the last two weeks on this. Do you know where we live? I know where we live. I, Our minor league team was the minor league team for Minnesota. What? And all that went to those games were lesbians with pizzas. What does that have to do with you not wanting to talk about, about it's, hockey? It's <laughs> not real hockey in Houston. There's nobody here that can talk hockey. Patrick Baker. I hate the Blackhawks, but love hockey. So he can talk hockey. Patrick can talk hockey. So not no one. Not no one? You said no, no one. Nobody? Can, whatever. Is this like me checking your emails? Probably. Not to make sure the, the grammar's right and the punctuation. Thank God I'm not sending these run sheets out that we're the only ones that see them. But yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't print them up, though. You get harassed. Yeah. You got you got to use your computer. Yeah. Um, At least I got a printer. For me, I have a tie. It was too hard for me to, to separate these because it was. Hold on. How do you have a tie when they're not really ranked? I'm ranking the shit out of them. I'm okay, going. These I'm are going, your favorite. These top are no, five. These are my favorite. Yeah, not the best, not the, the most meaningful. I mean, because if you put most meaningful, probably best sports, but you got to have Bad News Bears, 1976, somewhere in there, and it's not on mine. But that's one of the best movies of all time, it's sports a, movies. It's on my mentions. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fucking great. It probably should be on mine, but it's just not one of my favorites. But I love, love I love that some, whole movie. It's a Buttermaker. Oh, Buttermaker and Kelly and Lee. Kelly, Kelly Lee, man. But um, number two, cigarettes with a dirt bike. Yeah, number two for me, it's a split, and it's again movies that were made five years apart, but very similar. It is going to be 99, 1999 Varsity Blues, and uh, two thousand four Friday Night Lights. A movie. She's a tan. A, t- a fucking, fucking tan. R.I.P. Billy Bob. And then uh, that he lost mo- weight and died. That's why yeah. I'm staying fat. I mean, you had Billy, you had Billy Bob Thornton in Friday Night Lights, who was a who was great. L- Lucas Black, who's in a ton of movies. Tim McGraw shows up, who's the you know the dad. Of Lucas Black, uh, not of Lucas Black, of the running back. Lucas Black was in uh, those car movies, Fast and the Furious. But so many great peoples. And then the so cool I, thing about R.I.P. Paul Walker. Another one, another R.I.P. <sighs> Too many dead people in this world. But with that movie, if you've ever played sports, ever, you can, unless you won state, when he's running to the one-yard line, gets stopped by Dallas Carter, you've all had that emotion that, 
Especially, I think it's harder with um, with football because you can do intramural softball, baseball. You can do intramural basketball. But intramural football, it's flag. It's 100% away from the game that you grew up with. Like, that's the last game most of them play. And Explosions in the Sky soundtrack, just holy shit. It just sets it off and crying and kneeling. Because I remember my last game, balling like a little baby, and my coach's daughters who were uh, the Warrens, they had to come check on me. Because they thought I was hurt because I was crying so hard. All I know is that Huckleberry, whatever his name was, said, I don't want your life. And then he went to a strip club, and that was awesome. That was James Vanderbeek, who now lives in Austin because Texas taxes are way better. Left California. For sure. Who wouldn't leave California? But that's another movie. Leaving California? No. That You're talking, var- you're talking about Varsity Blues. I'm talking about Friday Night Lights. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh. You're jumping the, you're jumping the run sheet, bro. God. I, I can't <laughs> jump the run sheet. I can't scroll. But I know because your shit's broke. That's sh- but the cool thing My about shit the shit is not broke. There are pills for that. <laughs> Implants too. That's right here. Um, I'm, I'm looking it up. Google. Connie Connie Britton and uh, Brad Leland. I might say his name wrong. They both played in the movie, but they were also both in the TV show. That was um, the coach's wife and the big booster. They liked those characters so much in the movie they brought them onto the TV show, which I always thought was a cool little nitpick. But growing up watching Varsity Blues, holy shit, I would never not laugh. Because I, I just remember because Twitter, Twitter was always hooking up with random people, always doing crazy stuff. In 2004? There was no tweeter back then. The player. Oh, the dude that stole the, the cop car. He stole the cop car. But I remember they're going out God to- damn it, tweeter. <laughs> they're going out to party, and he pulls his pants up, and he, I guess he sees something on his penis, and he goes, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I can never, I never forget that. And then him after the game, he's I've done like, that after another drinking in college. He's like, yeah, who is that? I'm getting fucked up tonight. Yep, I'm getting fucked. Up. Like that movie, just I wasn't a big partier, but the pressures that those kids were under. I remember being a freshman getting my hair cut in Glenrose, Texas, at Sherry Feaster's um, barbershop. And after our freshman year, we were 27 and two, and one of our losses was against a varsity team. That's a pretty successful year. Yes. And they were already talking about, man, I can't wait till y'all take us to state. I'm 14 years old, and you're talking about going to state. I got a fucking chili bowl haircut that was horrendous. Did they actually put chili in the bowl? I ate it first, and they took it down. Hormel? Nah, homemade. Fuck yeah. I'm from the country, bro. We make our chili. But anyway, that I, I just I know the pressure, like Friday Night Lights and Varsity Blues, like you got to win. Like I, I appreciate you and being a coach because you talk about the kids having fun. You know, I talk about it. I'm like, I never had fun in basketball. It was fun winning. It's not fun losing 21 to 3 the other night. No, not. <laughs> and I hope none of my 11-year-olds are listening to this shit. <laughs> it was bad. But, it, you know, I don't remember. It's like, go out there and have fun. It was go out there and win and represent the town. Like, that's how we looked at it. And that's, that's how we've pussified the world. Well, no, for sure. I would love to tell my kids, get the fuck together. Well, then your kids need to watch Friday Night Lights. Getting bean burritos in the morning and the cop telling you, go get state. Bean burritos in the morning, diarrhea at night. Great movie, Varsity Woo. Blues. I can watch that all day. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights, I cry. When he says, what, 28 razor blade for the state championship, I love you all. Oh, tears. Did you cry like Free Willy cry? Not exactly. I cried like... Um, Field of Dreams cry. I cried like War Movie cried. Whenever I'm, like, down and Same out. Private Ryan? Worse. Jarhead? You need to watch Taking Chance. MASH? Taking Chance. They That movie is actually starts when the soldier has passed away. And his escort is taking I'm gonna him pass. home. I'm going to pass. Dude, whenever I'm feeling sad and I need to really let it out, I, Kylie, you here? <laughs> Put on taking chance. I'm good. Oh, then, let me, you, then you quietly motorboat her and everything's better. I don't talk about my personal life on here. That's what I do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What's next, Keith? My last one. This is not on anybody's list as a great movie. I 
fucking love it. This is Caddyshack. That, I wanted to put it on here. I did. Because I think it is one of the greatest sports movies. And I got, you go ahead and tell you why. I've got so much background of this that's going to blow everyone's mind. It's it's chaotic. Everybody's stoned. Uh, It's produced. In real life, stoned. Yeah, produced like shit. Yep. Between, I mean, Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, um, the de- his demented Carl Spackler character, he only had like two lines. They were worried about them two working together. I know. Yeah, because they thought they were going to fight because they didn't like each other on Saturday Night Live. Bill Murray went, what is it called? Went rogue. He j- yeah, he ad And just started doing shit. Yeah. That, to me, when I heard that, and after I watched it again and again and again, you get these dipshits that really weren't good actors at the time. Not at all. But because they ad-libbed, they did what they did. They went rogue. Then you've got Rodney Dangerfield. He was an amazing. It, the, the comedy's so different now than it was back then, but for his time, him and Richard Pryor were the best two comedians out there at the time. They, they, they're top five. I still watch Richard Pryor stand up. Oh, he's hilarious. And he was awesome in The Toy. Not a sports <laughs> movie. <laughs> I love The Toy. <laughs> that, those conversations could go many directions. Wait, and that's where we need to stop. But and if you haven't seen The Toy, watch stop. The Toy. Watch The Toy. Please. Hey, we need to put like an ad up, like a picture of the toy when you're watching this. I want the toy to cover my fat-ass face so that you watch that movie Richard it, It's Pryor. just because there was no PC in there. Zero. And that's how Richard Pryor was. He had no PC. But anyway. And that's what I miss. Yeah, well, that's why we have this podcast that's why to I an like extent. Bill Burr. That man makes fun of everything. Again, shout out Bill Burr. Maybe I'll tag him. Maybe he wants to talk. We have the same bald head. We could be friends. So Caddyshack. Dude, uh, you don't remember Anything, really, about the movie. You remember scenes of the movie. And to me, I wait for those scenes, and I still, I'll crack up, totally sober, sit in the movie room, watching Caddyshack, and I can't get over the amusement that goes through me. And And it makes my day better. And you said, you know, um, Bill was only supposed to have a couple lines. Chevy wasn't supposed to be that involved either. It was supposed to be about the caddies. And when the, the final cut happened, it was a six-and-a-half-hour movie that they had to edit down to what it was. So a lot of the caddies got moved out because the chemistry between Dangerfield and Chase and Bill were so good that they're like, we can't, we can't take this out. And they actually wanted to have like a real, a real gopher, yeah. but they couldn't figure out a way that to do it. That dastardly gopher <laughs> is still iconic. I'm all right. right. Nobody's worried about me. me. Man, that's uh, it. you always think about that. You know what's cool is I'm not wearing underwear. Shaking my ding dong while we do that. Nobody worry about me. Da, da, da. Penis implants. <laughs> but I well, mean, yeah. forty years later, it's still everyone still talks about it. Yes, and and it's it's one of the best. And I love it. That's why on my list. Sorry you didn't put it on yours. Let's oh. hear your last one. My last one. It's, it's good. It's, I'm it, not gonna lie. It's a very serious movie. It's a great movie though. And it's gonna be from 1994, and it's Hoop Dreams. Um, this movie was transcendent. And to this day still holds water. And if you've never seen this movie, it's a very long movie. It's three hours long. But it's based on two um, young men from inner, inner city Chicago and their journey to play basketball. And back then, you know, prep school in Chicago in the, in the suburban areas, that was the big thing in Chicago was prep ball. There wasn't any really city teams that were doing anything. So it was about St. Joseph's and uh, William Gates and Arthur Agee. And they both come as freshmen. Arthur's a great freshman player, but William Gates is like the next big thing. And as a freshman, he's starting and tearing it up. But you see these two young men's journeys. You know, William, 
getting his whole college paid for, Arthur truly being that inner city young man that doesn't quite get the advantages. He's not quite William. He can't afford it, so he gets kicked out. Um, his father, you know, they don't go out and say it, but it's obvious that he's a drug dealer who actually was murdered later in life on, on a holdup. So he lost his father. Their power goes out. You know, they're living very poor. They were, they were in the projects, weren't they? They were in the projects, but they had a home. Yeah. But, yes, very, very much in the projects. And um, he eventually, Arthur went to Marshall. William Gates stayed at, uh, Mark, uh, stayed at St. Joe's. Um, William gets hurt, right? But people were calling William Gates the next Isaiah Thomas. Like, he was the next big thing, and Arthur kind of got forgotten about. But the senior year, Arthur plays for Luther Bedford at Marshall High School, who is considered the godfather of public basketball because he actually made public basketball in Illinois and Chicago mean something again. Didn't Randy Moss go to Marshall? No, he went. He did go to Marshall, but West Virginia Marshall, where he played with White Chocolate Jason Williams. Different Marshall. Different Marshall, West Virginia. I love White Chocolate, too. His son's playing. Yeah, great. great. He's great, yeah. too. But um, DNA, it's, good. It, it's so cool to see these young men over four years. Sadly, William tears his ACL or MCL and comes back his senior year. Still great. Still an All-State player, but not what he was. They lose early. And um, Arthur is actually there. Gives him a hug. Big, tearful moment. So, William the person that was supposed to go be a big thing, never makes it to state. Arthur makes it to the state tournament and is actually on the, the all-tournament team. Unfortunately, his grades kind of keep him into the JUCOs. Um, William Gates goes to Marquette, finds out it's, you know, college basketball is his thing, leaves. They all got some money. William Gates actually is a pastor here in Houston, Texas. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. I Arthur, don't know enough about this movie or comics. Oh, it's, it's one of my favorites. I've tried to get Kylie to watch it, but it's one of those things like you really have to be in basketball into it and want to know about these kids because – the recruiters. So it's are, not like Coach Carter. No, not at all. <laughs> the recruiter in this movie, he is so crooked. He tells them these, this just gl- glorious thing. William obviously is going to be the next big thing. There's nothing to lie about. Like you can see it. He looks like a 24 year old man at 16. He's throwing down dunks and he's just amazing. Arthur looks like a six, 15 year old boy, but they're telling him about scholarships and all this. So when he goes to St. Joe's, he can't, when he can't pay the tuition, they won't give him his transcripts. So he can't go play anywhere. He can't even go to school. Oh, hell. But William, who they think is going to take him to state, he's got like the Encyclopedia Britannica president paying for his, his high school. But I love Encyclopedia Britannica. It, it's a great movie. You see the, the trials and tribulations of inner city youth in the late 80s when, let's just be honest, in Chicago at that time, the crack epidemic was so huge, and you see Arthur's side like they're into it. Like it, He's heavily, his, his, his dad, who... Again, they don't say it. You can tell how bad it is. You didn't see his dad for I remember months. that part of the movie. But I think it's a great movie. I can watch it all day long. Um, I would love to meet those two guys and just talk to them about their experiences. But, yeah, William Gates was playing with Jawan Howard, Chris Weber. He was the next big thing. He was the best one. He was like I think he was ranked five. He was the fifth best player in high school at one time. Yeah. Some athletes' stories are sad. And, and it really but is. I'm glad you put it on the list. Now I'm going to have to go watch it again. And, and, it, and so it's a three-hour movie, and you should everyone, everyone out there. I suggest if you've never seen Hoop Dreams, that is the one where it's 100 percent serious, and it can it can hit home for a lot of people when you see these kids who, you know, that that scout's getting paid money to get them to the school, and he's just looking for good players, not even caring about economics or how they can afford it. And you have a a father like Ag's dad who's like, oh, we can make it happen. Clearly, you can't make it happen. They should have called Laura Laughlin. Yeah. But another like Luther Bedford, check him out too, man. That dude is—he's the man, the Godfather. Yeah, Lu- <laughs> I just caught that. They did. Yeah, she not only was she ass sliding with Crew Jones, but she was scamming to get in. But um, hell track. That—that's my list. I 
I could I could watch all these movies every day. This, this is a fun one. I'll be honest. All of our movies were different, as you said. Mm-hmm. Our lists are that vastly different this time, but they all meant something. These are all good movies. We can't disagree with anything, really. Yeah, I mean, again, they're they're, they're standout movies. Um, you, you, you even brought up Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. I was I was looking at different things. Where I was getting ready to you know what we're going to talk about. There's nothing you can say bad about that either. No. I love I love Kelly Lee winning in the air hockey game. I love um Then you want a date. Got a date. And then they're doing the jock strap. If you don't have to wear one, I don't. And then they throw the they throw the trophy. You can stick that trophy up your ass. And then the really geeky kid who gets shingles or something later for part two when they come to Houston, he just throws a trophy. You uh, keep your second place trophy. We'll get it next year. Astronome days. That was amazing. That's one of those few movies, and I'll go out on a limb, not significance, but that's one of the movies that is more entertaining as a sequel as the first one. I think it's more entertaining. Next topic. I, that, that might be it. The, the sequels that were actually better Ooh. than the originals. Hey, I want to see comments on that. that that's a good I one. I want people to talk about sequels. What can we talk about? We can do a whole episode on Rocky 1 through 18. <laughs> and I have a Mr. T. I swear to you, I have a friend that thinks that Rocky Five was a good movie. Which with, one is with, that? With Tommy Morrison, and he like, oh my god, Tommy Gunn. Yeah, and they lose, they lose all their money, and his son has aged twelve years. It was in like a, a year. WWF street fight <laughs> where they get ten cars in a circle and put their headlights on brights and let's fight in the middle. It's such an awful movie. But Charlie Woods, Glen Rose, Texas, thinks that's a great movie. And me and JB, we went to Walmart one day. Hey, Charlie Rose, Woods, Charlie oh, Woods, Charlie, Charlie Woods. Woods. I gave you my, my my phone number. Text me. Let's talk about this. The funniest part is we went to Walmart like the week he mentioned this, <laughs> and they were doing sales on movies. It was five or seven dollar movies, and it was Rocky one, two, three, four. Rocky Balboa. <laughs> they skipped five altogether on on the five dollar shelf list. Don't blame them. Not at all. Um, but yeah, one more time, want to give a shout out to Slain Irish Whiskey taking care of us today. Uh, we don't have a giveaway today because I've been drinking it, so I do apologize. Um, I'll get everyone back next week. Absolutely. If you text Keith enough, I will make sure we have a nice bottle. Um, again, gold medal winner in the Irish Spirit Awards. They have. I got so- nothing. What do you mean you got nothing? Because this hasn't been published yet, I got no. <laughs> You're such a dumbass. No text. <laughs> Y'all are lacking. It's because it's dropping. It's dropping Sunday just at ten. Just wait till Sunday. Sunday at ten. I'll be at work. My phone will be lighting up. I can't wait. Slain, I'm so sorry. Keith just couldn't help himself. I do take dirty pictures. If that's what you want to send, Slain, y'all want y'all want some gold medals in Ireland. Y'all are badass. Thanks yeah. for taking care of us. We appreciate it. Slain Irish whiskey is delicious. Grab a bottle. Go to your local liquor store. Take care of them. Don't clap your freaking hands, Keith. Um, they're taking care of us. Take care of them. Info down low. What do you got, Keith? Stop smacking your ass. Hey, there's two movies. We talked about sports, non-sports movies. There are two movies I just want to mention, and I want to hear everybody's opinions on. Okay. Karate Kid. Okay. The original. And Talladega Nights. So, funny story, Karate Kid was almost number five for me. Because it was so motivational. And they are so awesome. Did you almost have it, too? I almost put it on there. That's why I brought it up. It was, so I was looking at a ranking after I had made my ranking. And it was number uh, 11 on best sports movies. It's and funny. Emily Shu Is her name Emily Shu? I have no idea. Mr. Miyagi and... The woman. Who cares? I care. Okay. I care because I was asking. Oh, I don't know the answer. But Talladega Nights, like, that shit's funny. It's hilarious. I don't know what to do with my hands. Car, <laughs> car no. ran real good. Like this. That's a great movie. Put your I hands can. down. Put your hands down. Put your hands down. 
I, I can watch that. What you, Kyle? What do you got over there? Hey, shake and bake. What do you got over there? Cool run. Good lord. So I know my buddy. Um, Jesus Christ. Kyle Keller is definitely watching this. He says Cool Runnings is one of his favorite movies. Well, it's one of Kofi Kingston's favorite movies, but that doesn't make any sense. I mean, the only part of Cool Runnings I really like is when they walk the bobsled down because they it just shows like, hey, we can still finish the race, but uh, not my not my cup of tea. Man. I agree. We should ask Kyle to leave the room. There's no door, so he'll be fine. Okay, yeah. Go on the other side but of the room. But why? Why, why is Karate Kid up there for you, man? It was one of my childhood movies. This kid beats the bully, and now Cobra Kai is moving. And it's badass. I love it. What else? Mr. Miyagi teaches you the swan ninja kick. And he can kick the shit right out of whatever that guy's name is. The Cobra Kai guy. Oh, that is, um, oh, God. He was, like, always the bad guy in all the 80s movies. Uh, but he's, uh, I'm retarded. I don't know. <laughs> retarded, I don't know. I <laughs> Mr. Miyagi in that movie is just, he's uh, hes the man. he got chopsticks. Eyes. Oh, yeah? He, he can't catch a fly, but Daniel-san does. And then they trim trees. I don't know why you trim bonsai trees, because I've seen them try to do that in my front yard, and it looks like shit. You have bonsai trees? I have no bonsai trees. I got bushes that I kill. I'm, I'm trying to do a rockscape as a whole, because I do not have a green thumb. You I, know, mean, I have a brown thumb sometimes, because I scratch my butthole. I've... So you and Deshaun, buttholes. Well, we had a conversation. We were texting the other day. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I smell my fingers. I just remember the soundtrack. Ooh. Do you? Let's hear it. He ain't just going to town. He's just kicking ass and taking names. They were playing this in his mom's station wagon <laughs> on the way to Fun and Son. What's so cool, though, golf and, golf and stuff. is Emily, she's like, oh, he's a translator. He has to come down to the, to the mats. He's like, oh, you're, he's like, oh, no, 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 you remind me of his grandpa. I told him I said, thank you. You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> but the soundtrack in that, I almost bought the soundtrack vinyl one day, and Kai's just like, why? I'm like, because this song's awesome. Our wives not having any say in what we buy. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, well. I love my wife. We'll stay away from the decision making. Okay. Well, she doesn't know if we have a dollar or a million dollars until I tell her to stop swiping. I've got to be honest. If it wasn't for my wife, we definitely probably wouldn't have a house or I wouldn't have a nice truck. She is the budget queen where we still have a good time. So she knows exactly what I'm spending my money on. She keeps us going. We love you, Sarah. We love you, Kylie. Yes, very much so. Very much so. 19 years. Going on four. Yeah. Hey, I hope I hope everyone's going to enjoy this episode. Um, you know, we enjoy doing what we're doing. Uh, we want to keep seeing some engagement. You know, our views went down a little bit last week. So if there's something you would rather us talk about, or just kind of where we need to go with this, we would love the feedback. Uh, make sure you're sharing this with everybody. You're going on Instagram, going on uh, Facebook. We have a lot of bunch of different stuff. Keith's holding up his phone. He Text has a, me. he has a Droid, so we don't know if it works. Oh, it works. It works for you. Ha- you have you have Keith's phone number text. now. You do. Um, I want to hear from you. How about let's let's do something crazy right now? You can do something crazy and spontaneous. I'm not wearing underwear. Let's do it. I'm going to make it hard because Kylie's going to hear this and just stare at me. Okay. If we can, how many how many subscribers have we got right now? I don't know the internet. Jesus Christ! I barely have a computer. Right? We have what? I think we got more than that. We got more than that. I can't believe that. If that, I'm going to quit today. If we really have that, I'm going to take that back, Kyle. I don't quit at all. So 100, 174 subscribers. So I need to make this a little. Yeah, what's difficult. the population of the world like? 4.6 billion. So we're getting there. 7 billion. Run away. We're getting there. Run away. So 174. If we can get to, 
Mr. Beast. 100. If we can get 100 subscribers in a week, which is almost impossible, I would say that's pretty hard. We got it in the first week. If we can get it, I will randomly pick 20 subscribers to come to the house for a pool day. I will do crawfish, crab, and shrimp, free beer, free liquor, and uh, we'll do the podcast outside. Holy shit. Can I come? I mean, you're in the fucking podcast, so I think you have to come. Yes! So, again, if we can get 100 subscribers, that's what's going to happen. So, 274? If we can get 100, we'll do it. But also, if you're someone that's getting your friends to sign up, send me videos, pictures, or anything like that, and you're automatically invited. (gasps) My God. So, make sure you're liking, subscribing, doing everything. we got so much content going out. we got the Bar Top Banter. It comes out every Sunday at 10 a.m. We've got the Giggum Guy Saturday at 10 a.m. Keith and his son open up baseball cards with cards with catcher. Just so you know, I redesigned it and Ooh. saved it. So uh, we'll get that taken care I of. I owe this you week. $20. Not yet, but yeah. Because well, you can put that on a little vinyl back there. I so like you can to see Deshaun it. Watson pay his girls more than $20. Not enough because they've got lawsuits. Yeah, they're lawsuits. They um, and then we have live at five where we just, I just kind of chit chat with everybody or six, just depending on when everyone's getting off. So, so much stuff going out. I appreciate your support. Keith, what you got as we head out of here today? I got nothing. This is badass. I'm having a lot of fun. Let's keep it rolling. We can get more interns. Right now, we got badass people running, helping us out a lot. This is amazing. Thank you, got, Sam. Thank you, Kyle. I've got a timeout. I've got a timeout right now. How many you got left? 30? No. Nope. Full. I don't know what. I, I, we, we run this, so we can do whatever. Goddamn right. You're right. Thank you, Sam. This is, you know, you've been here most of the time. Kyle, thank you for your input. You know, you have a very successful um, YouTube channel. So, from my buddy Kyle, Lone Star Garage, check it out. Subscribe, follow. He uh, knows what he's doing. Sam. Congratulations. You just got into grad school. Going to go to North Texas. So we will be losing you eventually. But they make this whole thing. We just talk. They really make sure that everything is looking good. We're the idiots in front of the scenes. They're the smart people behind the scenes. They make everything run because there's someone that hasn't been here very often. Chick bang boom. Ho Chi Minh. Where you at? Aaron, we haven't seen you. Um, it looks like you may be moving to Arkansas. So if you do get the nature back thing, congratulations. They have less teeth in Arkansas than they do Louisiana. And they're inbreds. No. I'm pretty sure that Aaron's parents are brother and sister. Oh, dear God. I don't know about all that, but I haven't seen him. He's not talking to us. I guess he's too good, but I'm very, we're very lucky to have vroom, him. Vroom, Honda driving around. <laughs> we're, very, we're very lucky to have Sam here and Kyle showing up today. Thank you very much. Uh, we'd love to have both of you. You know a lot about what's going on. Um, I know nothing. I, I enjoy this. It makes it fun when people are interactive. They're commenting. It, all the work that goes into it, it makes it worth it because it's not – it's not something that just takes a few minutes making a run sheet. Um, them two getting everything set up. Keith driving all the way. Cheers. Cheers, yes. Cheers to Bartop Banter. Sam, Kyle. Cheer, cheers out here. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you all for doing it. We love we love doing this, so keep being interactive. Keith, sign us off, bud. Tip your bartenders. Tip your servers. Have your pets spayed and neuters. Don't be a douche. Cheers. There we go. Bartop Banter out. We'll see you next week. Thank you. <laughs>